Welcome back to the Minute Women Podcast. Oh my goodness, you did the intro. I know, I just I just went for it. <laughs> I'm Grace. I'm Linnea. And I don't know what I'm doing now because it's all backwards. I know. We're breaking new grounds. <laughs> we just are. <laughs> just are. And this is another episode of Have You Got a Minute? Sure is. And we have many things to talk about. Pressing Canadian yes. national news. National news. Justin Bieber is releasing Timbit flavors yeah called tim biebs when did you when did you where (laughs) were you where were you when uh i was i was at work i guess but it was like for some reason i was on youtube but i think it was like for a work purpose i was on youtube i can't remember why Uh but it came up as a youtube commercial and it was one of the ones where you could skip it but i was like absolutely not i I will be watching this this whole commercial i have to watch this whole commercial um and the commercial was really funny because it's just Justin Bieber in like a very Canadian like office space. Like it, you can tell that it's like the top floor of another business that they've just got a whiteboard in. <laughs> and he's talking to this Tim Hortons rep, this lady. And she's like, just like, tell me your ideas. Just like be free. Just let's like spitball. Let's spitball here. Yeah. And uh, they came up with some ideas for Timbits. Yeah, I found out because I was in the drive-through getting coffee. Of course, the biggest traffic jam always in the city of Sydney, Nova Scotia is always Naturally. the Tim Hortons drive-through. And so I was sitting there a long time with my brother, and then we saw the Tim Beebs like logo. I was like, "What what is it?" Like I did not understand. I was like at my first response was like Beebs, Beebs like like tiny like babies like Like baby timbits are we making timbits smaller they already have the cereal yeah do they need to get smaller than that and aiden was like that's not an i and it's like it's how could it be an i it's like upside down it's an l he was like tim blebs (laughs) they're tim blebs obviously and then he's like oh maybe they're tim plebs (laughs) i was like yeah that that makes more sense that that can sell and then we eventually figured out it was, it was like Biebs, <gasps> Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's making Timbits. He's making Timbits, which is absolutely necessary. So I pulled up the like media release on the Tim Biebs. Nice. You know, I saw him live. Really? Yeah. When he was how when, old were you? Twelve. Oh, the perfect age to see him. Oh, then. and he was like twelve, and it was at a summer rush concert in Halifax. Baby Justin Bieber. Yeah, and he as in the song. He only had one song. He only had Baby. Everything else he did were covers. He actually did, like, he just played, like, an acoustic guitar. And just, like, he was not a headlining act at all. Before the fame got to him. Yeah. Now he's a broken individual. And he was, like, he had the hair. He had, like, the classic hair and the classic, like, little zip-up hoodie. He was he was quite adorable. But he did this cover. Like, it, it, it was nice because the kid actually can sing. He is talented. Um, he did a cover of the song I'll Be by like Edwin McCain. Like, oh, okay. And You and Me, which are two songs that sound kind of similar. And he did this like mashup cover of it. And it was actually like really cute. And He's an like, artist. I was like, well, 12 year old Linnea was like, that's genius. Oh, that's. Have, <laughs> has anyone ever mixed two songs before? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, yeah, but I did. I saw him at Alderney Landing in Dartmouth. In Dartmouth? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Lady Gaga was also there. But do you know who the headliner was? This is this is the killer. This is what slaps. The headliner 
was Akon. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Akon fucking rocks. So at one point, Justin Bieber He's a convict. and Lady Gaga were the like opening lame acts for Akon. <laughs> yeah. How the tables have turned. How the tables have turned. Yeah, no, my brother saw Akon perform when he was touring with Gwen Stefani mm. for Sweet Escape. Nice. I think it was called the Sweet Escape Tour. I think it was. Which, in my mind, that's like Akon comes out to sing nobody want to see us together yeah and then sweet escape yeah exactly <laughs> I, uh, it's I, a bit <laughs> Gwen's like this will be super funny <laughs> best song of 2007 mm. in my opinion 100%. sweet escape by Gwen Stefani and Akon so Tim Hortons and Justin Bieber are teaming up to release three flavors of Timbits that are they're calling Tim Biebs. Talk about quintessentially Canadian shit. Well, this is the thing. They're like, this is a huge departure for us. Why? Because they're like, normally we just like pair with like professional hockey players. <laughs> so now we're like, we're doing something new. Music. So retail analyst Bruce Winder said it helps them to appeal to a younger demographic. <laughs> this is such a boomer thing to say, which is something they desperately need to do. Is it? Is it? Tim Hortons, to me, is like... It doesn't have an age. Tim Hortons is fine. I'm not worried about Tim Hortons. The coffee's trash. Yeah. Most of the stuff they make is is not good. But Tim, but the Timbits are good. I was going to say, but am I going to eat there? But will I eat there? Absolutely. Because it's available. <laughs> yeah. It's always there. Like, I don't think that they're... I don't think image is the problem. No. It's quality of product that is the problem. It's like Subway. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm still going to eat there. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's just on every campus yeah. and in every food court and every airport. And like, I will eat it. Yeah. And it's cheap. It's relatively inexpensive. Yeah. No, it's way cheaper than most yeah. places. So I'm, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're saying Justin Bieber is a good opportunity to connect with Gen Z and young millennials. Wow. Am I a young millennial? I Yeah, I think so. We're this, me and Justin are the same age. Because I think are if you're young, <laughs> I think if you're born like 92 or after, Kay. that's like young millennial. Okay. Technically. There okay. are millennials in their 40s. They're also concerned with expanding their brand awareness in the United States because they're like far behind chains like Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. The U.S. is a very crowded coffee market, and Tim Hortons has been struggling down there. I love that. <laughs> why, why, though? Mr. Just, Mr. Just Winder thrive is funny. in Canada. But thrive in Canada, but also it's like they're struggling down there. It's like, <laughs> It's like Justin Bieber is massively popular in the U.S. It's like, no way. Thank you, Mr. Winder. <laughs> I don't think they needed this article. I feel like who needs this explained to them? I, th- I think Justin. Who was like, I don't get it. They have to explain to the public why Please they're not me. partnering with hockey players. I want to hear it. Right now. Wait. It's like, while hockey will always be part of our DNA, she said the celebrity partnership with Mr. Bieber will help reach new customers. Uh, so this is Miss Bagosi, who is their chief of marketing officer. Good for her. Uh, Hope Bagosi. It opens us up to different audiences and a different conversation beyond just hockey. <laughs> Justin has a wide appeal and definitely does appeal to younger guests. I just don't understand. Like, I didn't realize it was such a controversial thing for Tim Hortons to have anything other than a hockey, hockey player yeah. associated with them. I guess Tim Horton was a hockey player. Do you think Sidney Crosby's offended? Like, can we get a comment from him? Well, he's still in <laughs> half of their commercials. I'm pretty sure Sidney Crosby works at the Tim Hortons in my location. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see him all the time. 
I do think that that is something that Sidney Crosby would do. Retirement plan, he's just like, yeah, I just play golf and work at Tim Hortons now. I just work at Tim's. Not because I have to, but because I want to. Yeah, oh, exactly. It's the only place I feel at home. (laughs) It's like, I just need a purpose. (laughs) It's also not the first time they've done this. So I don't know why it's so controversial. Like, they had a thing with uh, Shawn Mendes in, like, 2019 or 2020 or something. Yeah. It wasn't. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a product. No, that was cute. Product, it was like a commercial, and yeah. it showed him like going through the drive-through, like in the morning, and like getting his like coffee or whatever. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah. So, he's releasing three flavors. Okay. Which we'll have to try when they come out. Absolutely. Comes out November 29th. Mark it on your calendars. <laughs> Chocolate with white fudge. Okay. Like in it. I don't know if it's or like a glaze or if it's a. I have no pictures, unfortunately. Okay. Sour cream with chocolate chip, which I'm hesitant because sour cream is like sour cream glaze is the best. It's the superior flavor. Yeah. So, you know, you can't. Can you make it better? Questionable. I don't know. And then the last one's birthday cake waffle, which I have a really hard time (sighs) imagining how that's any different from just birthday cake. Like what's different? Like, is it a waffle? That would be interesting. It's a little waffle square. A flat. (laughs) They just take birthday Timbits and put them in like a waffle iron. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be so funny. That would actually that would actually be pretty good. And then there's I just can little mini waffles in with your Timbits. Drunk Grace coming home, having gotten Timbits earlier in the day. They're on the counter and I was like, I can I can work with this. <laughs> just like putting them in a waffle iron. <laughs> I have some friends who took croissants and did waffle iron croissants. Why? Just wanted to try it out. Okay. They said it was pretty good. I don't know if that's better than a croissant, though. When I was in university, we had a waffle iron. I don't know why. I lived with uh, a girl and a guy, and we used to make waffle iron pizza a lot. I mean, that would be good, I think. Yeah. So you just, like, have your dough, and then you'd put your pizza toppings on it, and then you'd, like, drop it on the waffle iron, and then mm. slap it down, and it would, like, cook it. But it was Does really good. Does it not good. get stuck? No, if not, if you, like, grease it. Okay. I'll just, like, put a little Pam on there. A little Pam. A little well, yeah, that's that's the big news in Canada is just it really Timbits. is Tim Biebs, Tim Biebs, Tim Tim Bibs with an S. Thank God. I know when I was I was looking up a story to like get some quotes from and uh, and the first thing that popped up is Tim Biebs spelled with a Z. And I was like, no, that's too much. No, no, no. That's too much. <laughs> Come on, Tim Hortons. He's a married man now. Like he is. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's not weird. I'm happy for him. Good I guess. for him. He just doesn't seem like a normal person like no. some celebrities you're like i bet you're just a normal person when you go home mm. i don't think that about justin bieber that's how i feel about tom holland really i feel like he feels i feel like he lives a normal life oh oh okay sorry I oh thought, yeah yeah I thought you meant the opposite no i i mean like i feel like he just goes home and like plays video games and like yeah lives his life and goes to the grocery store and looks for sale items what celebrity would you want to like grab a beer with oof Alive. Let's only go with people that are alive because it gets too complicated. Because you think you could genuinely like chill and have a beer with them and it wouldn't be like, oh my God, I love you kind of thing, you know? Just just purely because you think they're a good time. Right. (laughs) The first one that comes to mind, and I think this is just because... Uh, I've been rewatching Modern Family. Is Sofia Vergara? Like, I think she'd be oh, yeah. so fun. She'd be a good time. But like, well, also like chill. Like, she'd just be like, "Let's go get a drink," and then we'd just like shoot yeah. shit. And like, she's just funny. Yeah. And like, would be super chill. I also feel like it could go like it could randomly become a really wild night. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, I think she'd be cool. 
And she's got, like, a cool story. She had a kid when she was, like, 18. And, yeah, like, and continued with her career. And, like... Yeah. Now she's with Joe Migliano or whatever. Joe Beautiful Man. Yeah, exactly. Who was in Magic Mike. Yes. What about you? For some reason, what's coming to mind is Jake Gyllenhaal. Like, I don't mm. know. I think it's probably because all that Taylor Swift stuff has I was been just out. And say. I know she's the, he's the ex <laughs> that this most recent thing is so, about. But I like Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> For all you Swifties out there, I just think he's nice. He was like one of my first celebrity crushes. I think he was my first celebrity crush, to be honest. So Grace and I, how I know that our friendship can stand the test of time is that Grace doesn't love Taylor Swift. And that's fine. I don't think you hate her. I think you just, you don't, you are not a Swiftie. You don't love her. Yeah. I, however, am. And last night we were out at, I told my mom that we were out at the club and my mom's like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, the curling club, dumb mom, obviously. <laughs> we were out at the curling club and yesterday um, was November, back in time before November this episode 12. comes out. Yesterday was November 12th and for everybody who is a Swifty, you know that Taylor Swift's album came out, the re-record of Red, Taylor's version, and that included a 15-minute video of the song All Too Well, which is about Jake Gyllenhaal. And Grace, <laughs> we were sitting at the table, and these other two girls, Haley, who we're friends with, and her sister who's visiting, we all just, like, had this moment, and we were like, oh, like, you you want to go out and watch the video, too? Like, okay, <laughs> let's go. And the reason I know that Grace and I have an amazing friendship is because Grace let me go. Like, she doesn't need to be there. To, oh. to like watch the Taylor Swift, but she respects that I needed to go watch yeah. Taylor Swift. <laughs> to be yeah. honest, I had no idea why they were leaving. I was like, what are they so excited? Like, why are they going? And Aiden was like, they're going to watch a Taylor Swift video. I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. okay got it. I yeah, just, good. yeah. Yeah. And we did. And it was great. But like, yeah, I feel like Jake Gyllenhaal would have some really hot takes right now. And he's under fire. He's he had to fire. He had to disable his Instagram comments last night. Because of Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like, I... I don't hate Taylor Swift. I also don't think her problems are as big as she makes them out to be. Oh, absolutely not. And especially <laughs> like a whole like, career about how people break up with yeah. you. Eventually, if you've had that many crazy exes, you might have to confront the fact that you might be the crazy ex. And I think that's and you kind of are also now because she's like 31 now, and like her music has definitely like that tune has changed, mm-hmm. and this is a re-release of her at 21. Yes, and so it is interesting to kind of see that juxtaposition of like. Yeah. And like she said, like she said, she's like, I'm happy now and I've like moved on from all of this. But she's like, these songs are still like, but so I can still make a lot fans, of money. <laughs> so I can still make a lot of money. Exactly. I think she's an incredibly intelligent business person. Oh, for sure. And I think that like her music is good. It doesn't like it's not really my genre. It doesn't really speak to me. That's but fair. if yeah, I, I you know, I'm yeah. not going to get up on a high horse and like rail against her. If I got dumped and I was really sad about it and there was a way for me to leverage that for tens of millions of dollars, I would absolutely take that absolutely. route every single time. Every time. <laughs> every time. Why choose the other option? Yes. But uh, but yes. So, yes, Jake Gyllenhaal would be interesting to go for a drink with right now. And I mean... And then I think maybe his sister would come. Maggie. Maggie Gyllenhaal. She seems chill. They seem like cool. No doubt Jake Gyllenhaal is a beautiful human being. Yeah. Like as a kid, he was like definitely my like... Celebrity crush. I- also, as cliche as it is, Brokeback Mountain is one of my <gasps> favorite movies. That is a beautiful film. It is. It is good. I would like to to clarify my answer though. Jake Gyllenhaal or hopefully both Ryan Reynolds. 
Oh, yeah. Them together are hilarious. Yeah. And I also love Ryan Reynolds. He Ryan just seems Reynolds. like a great time. He seems like a great human. And he's he's a great dad. Canadian. I Honestly, oh. up there with like best Canadians, and Ryan Reynolds. His wife is beautiful yes. and he loves her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they have like Twitter wars. They're cute. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the kind of love that I want. Yeah. Like, they roast how, each other. Yeah. Like but, aggressively, like to the point where it's like unkind, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 To the point where you're sure behind scenes, they're just kind of like, did I go too far today? They're like, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're you, like, I'm really, really sorry. You can wash the dishes. Tonight. You can wash the dishes. <laughs> yeah. And he like set up a fun for missing and murdered indigenous women in Ryan, Canada. Ryan Reynolds is the best. Yeah. Hands down. I changed my answer. Jake Gyllenhaal, you're great, but Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> both, one. both if you could. Yeah. <laughs> both if I could, but Ryan Reynolds, for sure. I would love to go to dinner with you and Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, like his wife. Yeah, that'd like, be a good that'd time. That'd be a great dinner. Yeah. Yeah. A meeting of great Canadians. Well, what do you want to talk about today? What's your, what's oh. your have, have you got a minute? Uh, so I am going to talk about something quintessentially Canadian. I am not going to talk about the birth of hockey. Okay. I'm going to talk about the birth of para hockey. Mm, sledge hockey? Yeah. So we're not allowed to call it sledge hockey anymore, which is oh fine. Oh, my God. I canceled. No. <laughs> I canceled myself. You're not canceled. And that's not true. I don't think we're not allowed to call it sledge hockey anymore. It's they just, just don't. now called para hockey. Okay. It's like, um, like the Paralympics. It's just like the type of hockey that's played there. Right. It's because it's yeah it's like wheelchair basketball it's like just sit down hockey the rules are all like the same basically now and so okay. it's just like hockey that's para for like paraplegic gotcha yeah. okay so i'm gonna talk about para hockey because uh the facility that i work at right now is actually hosting a training camp with for team canada para hockey team and uh the south korean para hockey team Ooh. um yeah so they're good game right <laughs> well that's so my boss kent was like isn't that great like korea's really hot right now <laughs> it's like what? people love korea people are I really think into the korea. south one <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the history of para hockey, not invented in Canada, but oh, okay. we're going to talk about, I mean, it's, it's still hockey. Yeah. We're going to talk about Team Canada a bit, but the sport of para hockey is an innovative team sport that incorporates the same rules and discipline structure as stand-up hockey, um, but, but sitting down in sledges. So the tool is still called a sledge. So this was invented by three Swedish wheelchair athletes on a frozen lake in Stockholm, Sweden in 1961. Oh, that's way earlier than I would have thought. Yeah. To be so honest. it was just three. So these three guys were all wheelchair athletes and they were at like, um, they were in a facility for like a rehab facility. Okay. And so they're just like in Sweden and bored out of their minds. Bored out of their minds. And they were just like, dude, let's go to the lake. Because like how many, <laughs> I think like obviously para sports aren't as prevalent as regular sports, but then like winter para sports is like an extra tier of yeah. difficult to coordinate. For sure. Difficult to coordinate and difficult to um to accommodate. So this is 1961 and they, these three guys are coined as like the creators of the, the concept. Mm. So to play hockey on kind of a like, on kind of a sled so mm. they started off on sleds so in 1979 dick losell 
which I think that's how you say its name. His name is L-O-I-S-E-L-L-E. So okay. Losell, uh, a former director of the 1976 Toronto Olympiad, brought back a sled from Europe given to him by Rolf Johansson, a Paralympic gold medalist in wheelchair track and field, and one of the three inventors of para hockey. So he okay. was one of the guys in Sweden. Um, it was given with the understanding that the Paraplegic Association of Canada would initiate a program for para hockey. However, the Paraplegic Association of Canada declined the proposal, and the opportunity was given to Jerry Johnson, who's the executive director of the Canadian Association for Disabled Skiing. Okay. So the Paraplegic Association of Canada was like, we don't have time to figure out this new sport. Right. Um, we got we got bigger fish to fry, <laughs> but like we'll definitely pass it on to somebody else. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After the the Canadian Association for Disabled Skiing uh, also declined and then said they were like, no, we can't figure it out either. So then the sledge was sent to Lane, who's Johnson's sister. So Johnson was the executive director of the Canadian Association for Disabled Skiing. And so he gives it to his sister-in-law. And she made a pre- presentation to the city of Medicine Hat, Alberta. It just takes a woman. It just takes one woman to In be like, Medicine all right, Alberta. let's just do this. So she allocated $42,000. So this is in this is in 1980. And she allocates $42,000 for persons with disability in sport. Um, of her like own money? Um, no, like, ra- okay. like she raised oh, she money. Raises okay. um, That's a lot. Yeah, so the issue was, though, that at this time, she really had no program that she wanted to allocate that money towards. But with the program presented by her brother-in-law, and it fulfilled all the necessary criteria, she was like, well, let's do para hockey. Like, let's do para hockey in Canada. When, I I wonder, when was Man in Motion? So you have the Marathon of Hope in 1980, which is Terry Fox, and then Man in Motion was 1985. Okay, yeah. So, but yeah, like, it's interesting, like, that para hockey i think there's clearly a national consciousness around paraplegic sport exactly during this period of time yeah so now they have a program to put this money towards they're yeah. like forty two thousand dollars let's put it into para hockey so it really took canada and probably i mean with rick hansen and with the culture of hockey in canada it probably seemed like a perfect kind of platform to try to get this rolling yeah the sport really took off so it was just really rapid so the sledge hockey association of canada was created in 1993 and it was given the title of a national sport federation by the government of canada that year so they so they started um kind of organizing uh training for sledge and the government of canada was like yeah sure it's a sport it's a national sport Mm -hmm. so and that was like really key in coordinating the development to promote the sport of para hockey in Canada. In 1994, para hockey was introduced as a demonstration sport at the Paralympic Winter Games in Lillehammer, Norway. So the sport has since become a full medal event in the Paralympics. Canada has participated in para hockey in each Paralympic Winter Games, winning one gold in 2006, two silver in 1998 and 2018, and two bronze in 1994 and 2014. And in 2004, para hockey came under the umbrella of Hockey Canada. And so it is, oh, okay. it's just a, ho- it's just like women's hockey, men's hockey, para hockey. It's all under Hockey Canada. Um, 
yeah, and so that's kind of the quick history of para hockey. And I'm really excited this week because we have four free games happening at the LCLC in Bridgewater um, between South Korea and Team Canada. It's going to be really good. And I didn't know because in wheelchair basketball, you can have able-bodied athletes playing as long as they remain in the wheelchair. But in para hockey, all of the athletes have a lower like a like a lower extremity disability right yeah that's interesting why can you have full able-bodied athletes play wheelchair basketball like why is it in like the paralympics yeah yeah so you have to have so many on your team that are and so many on your team that are that's interesting it's weird i guess like if it was an issue of we can't feel the team right without x number of like able-bodied people yeah because there just isn't enough interest but yeah and cool. on the Canadian pair team, there is one Atlantic Canadian. Oh. His name is Billy Bridgers, <laughs> and he's from PEI. He's from Summerside. <laughs> and there's a whole bus of people coming up from Summerside to watch him because they haven't gotten to compete a lot in Canada this year. Yeah, and, I uh, can imagine with COVID and stuff. It's... it's been crazy. Well, that's the thing. Even the South Korean team, though, they've been in Canada for the last month just because they wow. knew about, like, they – it's so much easier to be here, like to be in North America, than it is to kind of be in in South Korea, Korea right now with all of the uh, with all of the COVID issues and things happening. So, Crazy. yeah, they were in the states and then Canada. Well, good luck to all of them. I mean, it's yeah. just it's just practice. But are the Paralympics this year as well? The, it is. So this is kind of why this is happening is because we were supposed to have the Paralympic Cup hosted at the LCLC in November, like we did in twenty sixteen which would have had four teams. Right. But then that got canceled because Hockey Canada just canceled all of their events because of COVID. Right. But then the Canadian para team approached us because the Olympics, the Paralympics are in 2022, but they're like this winter. Yeah. So they were like, it's a Paralympic year. We just want to have a training camp. Right. Great. Cool. So we said yes to that. About two weeks ago, um, they contacted us and said, oh, our, like, pals from South Korea are going to come and we want to play four games. <laughs> so, and so then it was this mad rush to, like, prep Accommodate. everything. Well, because, I mean, there's things you don't think about, too. In stand-up hockey, when a player gets off the ice, they go and they sit on a bench. Mm. So you can't do that with sledge hockey because you don't get out of your sledge. So we had to get synthetic ice, which is literally just foam with like covering over it. And so then that all goes in so that they can just slide in and then just like sit. And then you have to take out the boards and put glass in so that they can watch the game while they're like seated behind the bench. Oh, okay. So just like little things um, that like you have to take into consideration for like a para sport and just making sure everything is like can accommodate all of the para athletes so but yeah it's been a really cool experience to get ready for so. yeah that's great that you guys were able to turn it around so yeah quickly. yeah it's been it's been exciting so well thanks everybody for coming back for another episode of the minute women podcast another have you got a minute to listen to us talk about some very quintessentially canadian things today yeah hockey and the beebs and, and, the beebs. and Tim Hortons. so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> just covering all the bases we've got entertainment we got sport we got food we got ryan reynolds we got ryan reynolds <laughs> we worked it in somehow excellent <laughs> yeah so thanks for joining and for listening to another episode and we look forward to having you join us next week yeah and don't forget to rate and review the podcast on apple podcast please go do that for us 
please, please, please. If you haven't gotten enough of us, you can go over to our website, minutewomenpodcast.ca, where you can find the whole back catalog of our podcast, link to our merch store, and link to all of our social medias if you want to reach out to us. And until next week, have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you.